Okay. We are going to introduce our speaker for this morning, Katie Virgo. Katie. Hello, hello. And every day we have been doing a few questions just to get to know the, the speaker better. Yeah, yeah. So, Katie, I've got you uh, some questions. Come on, then. Um, so, first one. Yep. What's your um, favourite movie? What's your favourite movie of all time? Oh, 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 oh. Favourite movie. Oh. Um, I am going to say... I reckon the ocean films. The ocean films. Who likes the ocean films? It's a bit old I like school, the ocean isn't it? But I love the ocean. There's a new one now. Have you seen that one, Katie? And the Bo- no, I haven't yet. Yeah. And the Bourne ones. The I love all ones. that adventure stuff. Action, yeah. action. Okay. Second one. Imagine you had a karaoke night. You had yeah. a karaoke night. Yeah. What is your song of choice? What's your song of choice? <laughs> um, something like "You Made Me Feel Like So Young." By Frank Sinatra. Okay, well, obviously, what the supplementary one is, can you give it a little swell? <laughs> I can't believe it. You make me feel so young. Uh, lovely. You make me feel like spring has sprung. Uh, oh. Every time I look at Joel. Uh, oh, lovely. Yeah, there you go. Okay, final <laughs> question. Who's your favourite child? <laughs> no, I <laughs> know. No, you don't have to answer that. Uh, are there any Virgos in the room? Yeah, there's one. <laughs> that one. Well done. Oh, and that one's pretty cool too. Yeah, no, that was that was a jokey question. I don't think you don't actually answer. But oh, sorry. <laughs> there you they go. All are. Now you know. Bragging rights. What's your earliest new day memory? Earliest new day memory. My earliest new day memory would be the first ever new day. Okay. Which was 15 years ago. Wow. And um, there was a point when. Um, the floods came. Yes. Most of the site got evacuated. Yeah. So all of the young people had to get um, or take just like in their pajamas and stuff, go to sports halls and stay there. And I was just with my brand newborn baby stuck on site. But it was because I was in a caravan, not in a tent where everyone else got evacuated. So don't really feel sorry for me. And then <laughs> watching Joel go on the local news. In his pajamas. There you go. <laughs> Amazing. That was it. Amazing. 15 years ago. Katie, everyone, let's give everyone a round of applause before she starts. Thanks, Bye. ma'am. That feels a long time ago now. Cool. Well, it's so great to be here. I think when because I've journeyed with you over this week, it feels such a treat to come and speak to you because it means I kind of know where we've been and what we've learned about. So we've had Martin, haven't we, on Faith. And then we've had Sandeep talking to us about love. And it's basically what we keep going. And if this is your first time, we are talking about characteristics of being a disciple. So it's things that are in your life that are fruit that you can show when you're a Christian following Jesus. And so the one that um, I've been asked to speak on is endurance. Now, when I was kind of given this topic, I was thinking endurance. When I think of endurance, if I'm honest... I think of my parents, and I think of Joel's parents, and I think they have endured a lot. They are a generation older than me, and they really know what endurance is. And I was thinking, I know it a little bit now, because I'm actually quite old now. I'm 43, so I'm getting on. But what, um, what I was thinking is, how does this apply to 12s to 14s? What do you have to show endurance at? And I kind of reflected on that, and I've come up with three things that I would love to cover in this the, um, 
But first of all, I was just kind of exploring the word endurance and thinking, what does it mean? So when you think of an endurance race, you properly think of the marathon, don't you? When you think you are really enduring something for a long time, you've got toenails falling off, your body is showing signs of wear and tear when you show endurance. And um, we've obviously just, that was partly why we've kind of showed the kind of like that um, holding position to show that you can show endurance right now and you can do something that can take a long time and something that needs a lot of training for. I was actually looking at the, um, the world records and I was thinking of some other really funny endurance things, that just things that you may not see. And I was thinking, um, I got a bit random and you'll kind of get to see how my mind works. I was thinking, how many times in one minute could you endure if you had a drill and you fixed it into the ceiling, how many times could you spin around hanging on a drill? This is the kind of thing I was thinking. You will never guess what it is. Would you reckon it was between zero and 50? Higher or lower? 50 to 100? You're right. It's a, well, it's um, 148 times is the world record of someone spinning around on a drill in a minute. Isn't that epic? Okay, we won't be doing that here. Another one, the longest distance... This is going to be like proper burning on your skin. The longest distance, somebody has just been dragged by a horse. 472.8 meters. Just being dragged. Can you imagine that burn? Can you see where my mind was going on the, on the records here? The, um, what other things are I looking up? Um, the last one is, I just thought, how old is the oldest person to have like run a marathon? 101 years old. How, how? 101? I can't imagine doing that. But has anyone here run a marathon? 26.3 miles or something? Crazy. 101 years old. So it's, um, it's, that's what endurance is. Endurance can be something that you can do right now, like you guys have just done. You've got in a fixed shape. And endurance is something that you can train for and get better and better at. And when you're 12 to 14, I know enduring in your faith and your walk with God is something that we can get better at. So um, today I want to talk about being committed to Jesus, being committed to his ways. And the only reason that we can show commitment to Jesus is because he first has shown his commitment to us. And that's what I want to explore. There's always fruit in our life when we put Jesus first. So to start, I'm going to read a scripture from Isaiah 40. So it's Isaiah 40. Right, listen up. Okay, so um, if you're looking at it, it's in verse 28. So, 12s to 14s at New Day, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord, your Lord, is an everlasting, going on forever, enduring forever, God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. So when you're falling down in your position, he brings strength back to you. Even youths, even you lot, you're going to faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk, and they won't faint. And this is what happens when we endure and we wait on God. 
So I'm going to look at the three things that happens, and it's a fruit of waiting on him. So first of all, I'm making an assumption that enduring comes from, first of all, us waiting on God. What does that mean, waiting on God? Is it just you looking at your watch? I'm just going to describe it. What, when, what I mean by waiting on God and it, hoping on God is talking to him, is spending time with him, is getting into the Bible and reading it, whether that's little bits, whether it's big chunks. It's having Christian mates that you talk to about God. It's coming to youth group. It's coming to church. It's hanging out with other older Christians are going to teach you things. If you're asking questions and learning from them, all those things are waiting on God and learning from God and getting to know him more. But the main way is going to be getting into the scripture and you yourself asking him to reveal himself to you. So the three things I'm going to touch on. The first one is, which actually Sandeep touched on a little bit yesterday, is people. So we need to show endurance with people. What do I mean by that? If you... I know that going through school, I don't know whether, I, I hear it with my younger kids, that I literally hear, um, I heard a kid the other day say to my four-year-old boy, he didn't do something that the other guy liked, he said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And he actually said that. And I know that although those words don't carry on necessarily at school, the actual principle of when you do something someone doesn't like They can just shun you and put their back to you or they can kind of block you out of friendships and things like that. And I know for one thing that we can endure in, that we can actually still be a good friend and use different language and make a choice that we are not going to be like the world is about friendships and about commitments to people. We can show kindness to people. Obviously, the joy of friendship is when a friendship endures, you can then begin to laugh at the same things and then um, you can like pray together and there's so many joys about good friendships but often we just don't cultivate it because we're in a world of where if something doesn't work and you just think no we're different on that we just quit we just move on to the next thing I'm thinking of something like Love, I- Love Island the, the show I'm just thinking it's all about the splits and that's the kind of way that it advertises it it's like who's this person with now something isn't working so we're splitting and we're starting again and in our culture that's so normal if I want something I want it immediately whether that's food now I'm not going to wait three minutes for my egg you can whack eggs in the microwave now and get it done in 25 seconds everything we want is straight away the other things I'm thinking of is like um tv you went back in the day if there was a movie I wanted to watch we kept having to look at our watch and wait for it to come on. And then suddenly, 7 p.m., it's on the telly, guys, and everyone would come down and we'd all watch it at the same time. I know that you lot, you get it easy. You all have your own screens. And if you want to watch it, you watch it when you want to watch it, don't you, at your convenience. And that's the culture that we're in now. If we want something, we want it now. If it's not working, then we move on to something different. I am um, accidentally, um, I think it was last week, might have been the week before, threw my phone across the kitchen, just lobbed it across the, phone, the kitchen. Didn't mean to. You know when you just um, like catch it like off the side? It was on charge, and I flicked the charger, and it just went flying. Smashed it to pieces. Then like within a day, you can have it mended. Within half an hour, I smashed. Didn't mean to advertise somewhere. The, um, but it's like, I want, if you want something, you can just get it straight away now, can't you? And that's the culture we're in. We can just give up and move on to the next thing. But friendship and people... To endure in that, if you have that as an aim in your life, to wait on God and think, right, God, what do you want me to do with this friendship? I can guarantee that there will be fruit in your life 
and being faithful to a friend. The, um, the things that will happen is will, will not be straight away. Again, some of the older ones might relate to this a bit more. If you've been faithful by not gossiping, by not kind of um, being nasty and bitching back, and if you've kind of been a reliable, faithful friend, you will see that when people then get in trouble, they begin to come to you because you get a bit more of a reputation. But to do that is something you have to build. It doesn't happen straight away because, first of all, people are just thinking you're a bit different. But afterwards, they see that you're actually becoming someone faithful that they can rely on, someone that is wise. So don't give up on people. Heap on kindness with them and, um, and God, ask God for help because you're not going to get it right all the time. But when you come to God, if you mess up, I'm not expecting you to be perfect. But when you mess up, you can still, again, come back to God and be the first to say sorry. And that's like one of the biggest, most powerful things you can do to a friend. Be like Jesus. Okay, the next one. So that's people that we can be show endurance. The next one I wanted to do was persecution. Okay, so it's going to be very unusual for you to be at school and to be persecuted for your faith and have stones thrown at you. But in our culture, we are definitely teased. We definitely get mocked. Some of you have just been laughed at or excluded. Some of you might have even been spat at at times. It's like there's things that happen in our in in that nowadays that still do happen that we can have cruelty done to us because we're different because we're Christians and then um, sometimes it's kind of like can be face to face but I've noticed what's happened more and more it's actually not even to your face don't people don't often have the strength or the guts to do that they do it behind your back and they do it on their screens and their technology so I think I'm not going to do a show of hands, but I bet at some point many of you have been in the, in the place where maybe on Instagram or WhatsApp or, um, or on Snapchat or something where people have just done something unkind to you and it can be so shared around. So behind your own, shut door, fr- your own front door and then behind theirs, people can be so unkind and so cruel. And it kind of, it's crazy because it can then just go viral, can't it? And you have some, you know, the cyberbullying and stuff that goes on. But I know for all of us, there will probably be a time where something has happened to our heart, whether it's being a Christian, but it can be just for being different. I know of many examples that people have spoken to me of things like just when I've had um, male friends have just been, had it absolutely ripped out of them because someone wants to show them some pornography on a phone and they're just saying, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to look at it. And that's, they're just being ridiculed for being different. And that's kind of just one example, but there's going to be many examples, whether it's, for, for some it might just be for gossiping and saying, do you know what? I don't want to hear what you're saying. I only want to hear stuff that is positive and building up. I'm not part of this solution, so I don't want to hear this. Saying that, you have to be so brave, and you can so get it in the neck for it. But I think this is where God will honor you for doing that. And that is what it means. That's when the rubber hits the road about being a disciple, is standing out and being different for Jesus. There's other things that I was thinking of. Is um, um, Another thing that would be so normal, I remember thinking just the question... How many boyfriends have you had? How many girlfriends have you had? How many girls have you kissed? How many boys have you kissed? They're really normal questions. To say, none actually, and I don't really want to yet. Not old enough to get married. Can you imagine saying that? And um, it's just the hardest thing ever to say. But I do think that they're the things when actually being a disciple of Jesus 
counts. And that's when you can just pray and ask God to help you to stand out and be different. And I think when we get to our small groups, I think these are the kind of things that some of you may want to talk about because you're going to have experiences that have been flipping hard and painful and you can still remember them now as I'm talking like this. And I think it would be really good for some of you to actually talk to the Orange team leaders and any of the youth leaders about some of these situations so they can help you and they can talk to you about it. The, um, it's so important, to, again, just to um, ask Jesus to help us. And, um, and it is so difficult at times when the mocking comes. But I just, the only reason that I kind of endure 43 years of it now is thinking that there was a day when Jesus was on the cross. He took all the mocking, all the shame, all the being teased, all the being ridiculed in front of thousands. And he did that for me. And what held him there was his love for me. And that's what we need to keep our focus on and our eyes on. Be so grateful to God for enduring the cross for us. Okay, so enduring with people. Enduring at times of persecution. Another one, the last one, just enduring in patience. So what do I mean patience? Again, it's waiting on God. Waiting for God to do something. So the first thing I'm thinking of is just unanswered prayer. When you've prayed and asked God to do something and you haven't seen him do it in the way that you thought he was going to do it, again, there can be disappointment in that. I've seen some answers of prayer. I own a little bit of a house now. I have some kids. There's a point where I got very, very ill and had a, um, an allergy reaction to aspirin and it ulcerated my stomach and I ended up very ill in um, hospital and I saw God heal me at that point. The, um, there's other times, for me, which you might not have now, you may have phone bills, but there's bills that have been tricky to pay even in the last month, and I've prayed and I've seen God provide for me. There's many a time I have seen God help me. Even again recently, it was a friendship, even still, a friendship. There was something that was tricky and I wanted to talk to a mate about, and I believe that God helped me and answered my prayers by making it, um, giving the other person a soft heart and making the time easy to do. This is things that you kind of muscles you learn now, But some of them, they don't change, you know. You still have to keep learning and leaning on God in them. But someday, we are going to see what God is doing. Why did he not answer that prayer? But why did he answer that prayer? What were you doing? But sometimes they're painful and they're confusing, especially when, like, we hear what Dan was sharing about, the loss of life and things like that. You think, what were you doing at that point? And then you begin to hear the story unravel of the last two years And you can see some of what God is doing. But our perspective is so now and here. And God's perspective is for eternity. And when you're 12 and you're 14, it's quite difficult to be looking up and thinking of the long-term things. But that's the kind of thing that God says he wants to help us, give give us his eyes where he sees things. In Psalm 37, it says, Commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. We can trust him at some point. He, his rule will happen, but it just may not happen as we think it is. So God has proved himself faithful to us many times. And um, I just wanted to say one, t- one thing that I do. If there's a time where I'm like thinking, I just don't know what to do right now, and I want to endure... And I want to be patient, but I'm finding this really difficult. I just thought I'd just give you a couple of things that I do. 
Sometimes all I do is under my breath just whisper the name Jesus because I think I don't know what to do right now. It might be praying for somebody who's grieving or anything. And I just think I just whisper the name Jesus under my breath and that might be all I do. Or if there's a point I'm really stressed and I've been praying and I don't know what to do, I'll just put on a worship CD and I'll just listen to the songs and think, that's all I can do right now because I just don't know what to do. But that's my way of saying, I trust your ways and not my own ways. So I just want to encourage you, just something simple. Endurance doesn't need to be 26 miles. It can almost be standing still and just whispering the name Jesus under your breath. Okay, in Romans 5 verse 3 it says, Not only that, but, but we actually can rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character. Character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit and it's been given to us. If you've ever seen anyone with no hope who doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't know where to go and um, can ultimately end up wanting to just end their own life, when you see someone with no hope, It is the saddest thing ever. But God is saying that he gives us a hope that we can endure with. Patience, when we lean on him, it will produce endurance and that will produce character and that will produce hope. Because of God's love being poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, we can hope in him always. We can trust in him even when we don't understand. You see, our walk with God is like an endurance race. There are people in your life right now cheering you on. You may not think it. You may not know it. When you think of some of your parents, you're just thinking, they're just giving me rules. They're just giving me things to do. But inside, they are genuinely cheering you on. Most of them will be cheering you on and wanting the best for you. The reason why the orange T-shirt people is in here or or your youth leaders, the reason why they've come away to have lack of sleep and to serve and work hard is because they're cheering you on with your race with God. So one of your um, biggest ways is to lean into them by saying, what should I be doing different? Can you help me? Can you pray with me? Can you stand with me? Can we whisper the name of Jesus together? Because I don't know what to do with this family breakdown, with this death that's happening, with this illness in my family. Every day your faith will grow as you trust with God. And you can show endurance and perseverance in your walk with God by the friendships that you've got around you and when, the way you stand in persecution by being patient and knowing one day that all things will ultimately Submit to God.